Due to the nature and the content of our show, viewer discretion is advised. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of The Controversial Podcast. It's your boy, Chris. It's your boy, Tony G. And we are actually down a man this week. You know, our, our brother, Josh, he had some family matters to take care of, so he is not going to be present for this episode. Uh-huh. Um, but, you know, we're going to keep moving it, shooting the shits. Um, we came up with a good topic for you guys today. Um, it's actually coming from an Instagram post um, that your boy Tony G found. Um, the topic for today is going to be ignoring red flags. So, Chris, I want to know something. Like, what are some of the red flags that are like, like, like a triggers for you? Like, what are some things that are like triggers for you in like a relationship or in like any type of, you know, relationship really? Like, whether it be uh, platonic or sexual or, you know, romantic or whatever the case may be. Like, what are some of your red flags? Um, Lack of support is probably going to be one of my bigger ones. Like, to be completely honest, regardless of what type of relationship or friendship or whatever you want to call it we have, it's like I, I expect a minimum level of support from you. Like, I'm not saying you got to give your life or, you know, trade an arm and a leg or, you know, no crap like that, but you know, just to be able to say, hey, you know, I have genuine support from this person. Um, that's probably going to be my number one, um, to be honest with you. Uh, and if I was to do, you know, just a top three, number two. Mm, uh, number two is lying. Realistically, like it's I, I get there. Some people say, hey, I want to lie to protect your feelings. But I honestly think that's a load of shit. Especially when you're in like a committed relationship. That's a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> I, I, and this is the thing. I think it's a load of shit for me personally. I'm not going to say for other people because I've been in a situation where I have not told the entire truth to protect feelings, right? Mm-hmm. So not to be hypocritical. So I'm going to say, you know, for me personally, I'm not the type of person where you need to lie to about anything. Like you can tell me, mm-hmm. right? I'd rather you tell me your fuck up than to sit there and lie because you think that it's going to go a certain way. Like if you lie and then I find out you lied, then it is going to go the way that you expected. Like I'm, I'm going to make your life hell at that point. <laughs> right. And then for three, um, it's, it's, it'd have to be verbal abuse. Right. I'm not one who likes to be talked to any and every kind of way. So it's just like, you know, when you start getting slick at the tongue and start talking out the side of your neck, you know, at that point, I'm, I'm, I'm really looking at you like you're trying to move real shicey like that. That shit don't sit well with me at all. Like that'd have to be my top three personally. How about yourself? All right. So you said your number two is lying. My number one is lying because I'm okay. It's 25 years old, people. I am not a saint. I've done my fair share of lying. So I know the consequences and repercussions that come with lying. And I understand the, the, the opposite feeling of what, what someone would feel if, you know, they were being lied to. So, you know, as I get older, I develop this mentality. Okay. Be able to take anything, be able to handle anything someone tells you. 
I don't care if it's cheating or if it's damn, I, I broke this or um, this happened or such and such, whatever the situation may be. I just will not tolerate lying. I will. I don't lie anymore, and that's that's the God honest truth. I didn't told some people some real honest stuff, and they be like, "God dang, that 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 that's hurtful." It's the truth. I'm not gonna sit here and lie to you. Why am I sit here and lie to you? That's just gonna put us in a deeper hole down the road. Let's nip stuff in the bud. That's that's the top one for me. Um, number two, you know, certain personality ticks. Like if 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 our personalities are consistently clashing. That's not to say that we're not, you know, meant to be. It's it's a red flag for me to say, okay, we need to work on some things. We need to come to an understanding. You understand me? Because if you keep missing these red flags or these conf- conflicting personality traits, down the road, it's going to cause bigger issues. Like those little bumps, they're going to turn into big ass boulders. Um, and number three, you know, if I had to put one, it'll probably be, you know, like, 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 like Chris said, like, lack of support. Like, like I'm a big person that's like, I'm when I'm dealing with someone, whether it's on a platonic or romantic, sexual, it doesn't matter. I'm, I'm very supportive. I'm supportive of everybody. Even if you've done me wrong, even if you, you are eyes open playing games, Mm-hmm. I'm a big supporter of you because at the end of the day, I know what I want out of certain situations. And as long as my needs are being met, I'm not, I don't mind like, so, like certain situations that I'll get in. Uh, my boys will be like, man, why you, why you keep putting your energy into this X, Y, and Z? You're not getting nothing out of it. Cause I'm not looking for nothing. I'm not looking for nothing. Trust and believe. I'm a nice guy. I'm not that damn nice. Okay. I don't, I don't ever believe that there's ever a situation where anyone is not looking for something. <laughs> Like truly, like you may say you're not looking for something, but like deep down to the core, there is a certain level or there, there's like, I won't say a certain level, but there is something in you like to the fucking core that desires something. And it may not necessarily be, hey, you know, I'm trying to get laid or I'm trying to get some money or I'm trying to get somebody to do this, but it's just like you are doing something to get something out of it. Even if that is just personal gratification, right? You're getting something at the end of the day. I do not believe that anyone on this earth will ever just do something and not get something out of it. There's always that. That's just not how life works. When you do something, there's either a reward or a consequence. And that's just how life works. So it, it might not always be. You know, you may not always understand what's going to come afterwards, but there's definitely always something that comes after doing something for somebody. Okay, I take that. So let me let me rephrase it. I never want the things that y'all thinking I should be wanting, like some ass or, you know, some money after it. I'm always looking for a positive outcome for both of us. You know, like if she if she or he pays me, whatever, if she wants to do more than whatever, then cool. I don't look for a specific outcome. Like when I'm, when I'm helping people, if you want to reciprocate, cool. I'm not going to turn down reciprocations of goodwill. Um, but I'm not looking for something specific. If that makes sense to you. I am. 
Not in every situation. Well, we understand but you are. Not, not, it's not in every situation. But there, there are a lot of times and a lot of people that I've had conversations with where it's just like, okay, you know why I'm doing this. Like, yeah, there are sometimes I, I just do it, you know, because it's going to make me feel good as a person. Right, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I can be a helpful person, yeah. but then there are the, the the few times where it's like, hey, you and I both know realistically why I'm here to help. Like, that's terrible. I, I'm, I'm here for my payment afterwards. That's like, terrible. <laughs> Not the whole payment. Just he said, now, whether no, you're gonna pay no, me in cash, no or pro bono ass, work up to you. But you know, that's. That's up to her, but I definitely am. Uh, from time to time, I, I have full intentions going into something like I'm gonna get something like this, and it's not. And really, I don't go into situations expecting money. I think that's the one thing I don't ever expect. Like if I'm doing something for somebody, I'd, I'd especially a female, I'd, I'd rather you like throw some ass my way. I knew you was gonna say some bullshit like that. Personally, don't get me wrong. That, that would be nice. That would be nice. I'm not gonna say a lot of y'all like like oh yeah. He, if she was throwing some, hell yeah, take it. What do you mean? But I'm just saying for me, I don't go into I don't go into situations looking like that. Would it be nice? Absolutely. Is it required? No. So you've never gone into a situation like that? No. Like you were just like, okay, this girl needs some shit. I'm gonna give me some ass in return. No, because if that was the case, I wouldn't consistently helping her. <laughs> I wouldn't. Like if that was the case, I, if 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 I'm cons- if I'm consistently helping someone. And I'm not getting that again. I, I mean, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be consistently helping you. That's the reason why I don't go in looking for specific outcomes. If she's a good friend or if he's a good friend, if we vibe, well, it don't, it don't really, it, it, that's all that really matter. Like, like if, if we're going based off of, you know, tip for tat as far as getting something, then I'd probably never do nothing to nobody ever again. If that was the case, I mean, but you know, if you, if you know, wish me well, pray for me, do something nice, you know, remember me, think about me when like, I, like, you know, when I don't know, my birthday comes around, like I got, I'm a real big on that shit. Like I remember people's birthdays all the freaking time. And when people forget my birthday, I, re- I, I really, really hate that. I really, really hate that. I don't know what, what any because probably because I share a birthday. I'm a twin, so and when people remember his birthday and then look at me like, "Hey, I'm like, like, wait, what?" That I guess is where I get that shit from. But yeah, no, I, 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 I don't go in there for nothing. Well, specific. I get a pass, America, because I'm terrible with birthdays. No, he Plus, does not. Um, um, no, I do get a pass. I'm terrible with birthdays. Plus, I've known you all eleven years, and I still get your birthday wrong. I just know what month is in. Um, you and Josh. Both. Uh, really? I never noticed that you don't. You always hit me up on, on the right day for me. I hit you up on the right day because I find out before the day comes. That hey, listen, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> as long as you hit me up but on the right day. Me, if you ask, ask me around my birthday when your birthday is, I promise you, I can't tell you. The, I can't tell you the day to day. That's terrible. I can tell you it's in May. I know that much. I, the actual day of the month? No. I, I never forget Josh's birthday. Plus, I always get Josh's. But I always end up thinking Josh's birthday is the week after his birthday. In facts, and I don't know what. But wait a minute, who's? I know who who you thinking about. I know who you thinking about. I ain't, I ain't gonna name drop on this bitch. Okay, <laughs> uh, whatever. 
Um, we'll have that after this. I'm about to say uh, I had to give him a, a tutorial on his friends. Thank you. Yeah, I have, I have no idea whose birthday you're talking about. <laughs> oh, when I hold up. Honestly, I remember all of like a handful of birthdays, and that's like my mom and my siblings. That's terrible. Outside well, no, that, that's not terrible. You better remember my mama's birthday. Outside of that, it's just like, well, I mean, it's kind of hard. First off, I know her birthday, but then it's also kind of hard to forget her birthday when she shares a birthday uh, shares a birthday with the 44th president of the United States. Wait a minute. August my, 4th. my grandmother's birthday is, is August 4th. And I got a friend whose birthday is August 4th. Yep, my mother's birthday is August 4th. That's hilarious. Yeah. I did not I did not know right that. Alongside President, former president elect Barack H. Obama. Yeah. That's right. You know, I give some respect to that man because the shit he had to go through in office. God damn. <laughs> year one versus year eight. You seen the stress on that nigga face? I was about to say, nah, nah. Barack, <laughs> Barack did his thing, though. Barack, Barack did his thing. Like, no, absolutely. But that nigga was stressed. <laughs> nah, yo, you, you have you seen some of his like? Did you see some of his old videos though? Mm-hmm. I mean, in old pictures. Mm-hmm. Still killing it with that suit though. That one tan suit he wore. Mm-hmm. Yes, still fresh to death. Yeah, absolutely. nah. The best thing was his last uh, uh, presidential speech when he did that mic drop. Classic. I don't think I saw that. I'm not a big fan of speeches. I'm not either, uh, but I gotta say, every time that man spoke, I listened because he was he, he was very inf- he was informative about stuff that we as a people should know. But you know, he also wasn't born either. To me, he wasn't at least. But yeah, no, that's that's uh, I've I've never not. I've never turned anyone down because of not getting instant physical gratification. Um, me personally, even even when it comes to saying no, I'm usually not one to say no per se. Um, like I'd have to be at a really far point to tell you just downright no. Like if I'm gonna say no, I try to be polite. And think of people's feelings. It depends on. So it depends I, I word it. I word it differently, right? So it's like I'm. I'm not gonna say no, but I'm just gonna give you like an unreal time frame or an unreal scenario. I'm not gonna necessarily tell you no, like at all. Um. Yeah, I'd have to be at a really far point in like dealing with you. Or I'm not say dealing with you, but like mentally and like emotionally to just downright to you know. Like like when I say I was pissed at Shorty, I was like, don't ever ask me for a ride ever again. Like ever. I'm not taking you or nobody you know anywhere because it's like every time you ask me for a ride, and it's not even like it was like once or twice. I'm talking like six, seven times that this has happened. So I'm like, yeah, no, stop asking me for rides. Yo, look, I, I get I get what you're saying. But it really depends for me. Like, I don't mind doing anything for anybody. But it's certain things that trigger me. I don't like needy ass people. I hate, I hate needy people. I hate, I hate people who don't try first to do it themselves. I hate that shit. Don't come to me and ask me, can I do something for you? And you ain't tried to do it on your own. Or you ain't found, like, especially like getting a ride or... So I wouldn't classify them as needy. Because... At the end of the day, even if they did try it on their own and they couldn't get it, they would still have that need. 
right? So I wouldn't call them needy. Mm-mm. I call them lazy. That's what I call them. I call them lazy. And in the words of my my big brother, he calls them losers. Yes. Damn. Like, like when my, my brother is a firm believer of everyone on a on a stable playing field. I'm not gonna say level, but stable playing field, right? Where it's like even like despite people's prior circumstances, right? There are enough people who have overcome situations. To prove that nothing is impossible. Right? Like, whether it's, you know, getting a job, whether it's paying your bills, whether it's getting an education, right? Like, there's no reason, there's nothing to say in your past history that's going to guarantee you're going to be a high school dropout. There's nothing in your past history that says that you're going to end up in bankruptcy. There's nothing in your past history that's going to say you're going to end up you know, a, a, a homeless person on the street begging for money, mm-hmm. right? There's nothing, like, there are people who have gone through these situations mm-hmm. and people, like, you hear stories all the time, people living in their cars, people who had to sit there for long periods of time in their livelihood where they didn't have lights, right? Because their parents couldn't afford to pay the bills. They couldn't afford to pay the bills, right? Or they had to pick and choose which bills to pay, right? You know, that rent is a lot more important than the lights i'd rather have at least a, a roof over my head than to you know be able to use the a light switch realistically right mm. um so it's like yeah no I'm, I'm i'm not gonna go to the extent of calling them losers like my brother but lazy lazy as all hell Realistically, that's that's another red flag, people. For me, I hate lazy, needy, whatever you want to call it, motherfucking people who don't try. I hate motherfuckers that don't try. That is a red flag. I don't like lazy people. Like there was, oh my god. So I'm talking to my best friend, one of my best friends, right? Yep. And it was about how I just recently started talking to an old friend. Um, I guess you can say, and we was talking about you know. This and the third, just general conversation. And what at first it didn't click to me, but then my best friend had helped me realize this. This girl had said to me on the phone, Oh, you have all this stuff change about you, and you know, you doing different things, and this and the third, right? Mind you, now last time I didn't talk to this girl was a year ago. And the word, the next words that came out of her mouth is everything about me is the exact same. I just bought a puppy. No ambition. No grit. Like, and and it didn't click to me at first. I'm just like, oh, okay, you know, she's, and it's not like she's. She complacent as fuck. It's it's not like she's not doing anything at all. Like, she has a car. She contributes to her household in regards to, you know, bills and stuff like that. She has a job. Like, you know, she's been consistent with what she was doing. But it's the fact of that nothing has changed. Like, I'm like, I get it. Nobody, not everyone is going to have like overnight success, but I'd be damned if a year from today, I'm going to be in a different, I'm going to be in the exact same scenario I am today. Yeah. Nah, I'd be damned. 
And I, and I mean, I'm, 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 a, I'm a firm believer of having that three year, five year, 10 year, 30 year goal. Like, cool. Like I'm, I'm still working on my plans, but I have, you know, short term, midterm, long term goals. And a year from now is a decent amount of time to get a lot of shit done. Hell, six months from now is a lot of time to get some shit done. Three months from now is a lot. It's a lot of time to get some shit done. Realistically, a month. There's a lot you can do in a fucking month. You can get certified for some shit. You can find a new job, apply for a promotion. Like being in the same, very same position. Like when she had mentioned that to me, like when she said it, I was like, well, damn, that is kind of fucked up. She, the yeah. only thing different is you spent $400 on a puppy. Like, it's funny. That's, that's like even relationship wise, she was still single. So I'm like, damn. Well, relationship-wise, I get that part. I think relationships are a little bit different as far as time because, you know, it depends on the person and it depends on their healing process. Well, she was in, well, she was in a relationship but just recently gotten out of one. Like, she had just gotten into one after we had stopped talking the first time mm-hmm. and then just recently got out of one just before we started talking again this time. So I'm like, damn. That's, uh, it's kind of, it's kind of fucked up. Being stagnant is a is a is a red flag for me. Now that I'm now that we're talking about it, I think now I think I know being stagnant is a big ass red flag for me because I hate being stagnant. Like whenever I feel like I've accomplished something, I'm ready to jump to the next thing because it's like I don't ever want to get complacent. Complacency is, is the killer of dreams. The killer of ambition. You do not ever want to get comfortable. You always remain grateful, but you never want to get too comfortable because you'll stop aspiring to to be better, to do more, and you'll stop inspiring others to be better and to do more. So, I mean that, that that's that's that that's a good one. I'm glad we glad we got to this point because it's like that that right there. That right there, that that kill a relationship, that kill business opportunities, that kill like when you sitting there at a job and you comfortable with that that little measly fourteen, fifteen dollars an hour because you know you feel like you up somewhere. Nah, nah, let's double that, and then let's double that again. That's where I'm at. I'm 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 about multiplying my efforts. Funny, funny that you say you don't want to get comfortable. Don't be complacency. Mm. Don't be complacent. Mm. Um, I, I find it funny that not only you, but there's a lot of people, you know, motivators and public speakers and business people, entrepreneurs that are just like, you don't want to be comfortable. Mm. You want to aspire to be comfortable. Explain what do you mean. So there's a lot of people there. there I won't say a lot of people. There are people who do have that goal of, hey, I want to be the richest person in the world one day or I want to be one of the richest people in the world or in America or in the state or whatever. Right. <laughs> but then there's a lot of people who are just like, I want to be comfortable. They want to be comfortable right and 
just like you said, you never want to be complacent, complacent, being comfortable and, you know, being too comfortable in a situation where it's like, that's kind of odd that there are people out here and it's not just you. I'm talking like big name people, big name motivators and speakers that are like, don't be complacent, don't be comfortable, but then turn around and say, don't be comfortable, make your goal to be comfortable. How does what? So it's 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 kind of what I want to say. Um, I don't want to call it an oxymoron. Um, um, like a double negative. Like like you're saying, don't be this, but aspire to be this. I I feel like the purpose behind that statement, and I may be wrong, so don't quote me on this. Um, if you're never comfortable, you're aspiring to be comfortable. So everything that you do. You always had that thought in your mind not to be comfortable, but you're trying to get to the next comfortable stage. So, for example, at 18 years old, making $30,000 a year, you, you're sitting pretty comfortable. You don't really have no bills. I mean, except for the, the, the few, um, um, What's the word? Uh, black folk? No. <laughs> black. What the fuck? Um, the few. Um, I had to write black folk. No. It's, uh, it's, it's exceptions. The few exceptions. I get what you're saying. Yes. The reason why I say black folk is because personally, again, I can only speak from personally. I don't have the statistics on this. There are a lot more black people, mm. black families who will kick out their child at 18 to fend for them fucking selves than there are for their white counterparts. Facts. That's facts. There are a lot more people, like, like we lucked up, right? Where we turned 18 and our, and I mean, I'm pretty sure your mom did the same thing my mom did. My mom was like, listen, you're either going to work or going to school in order facts. to get my house. Yeah, fact. My, my grandmother, God rest her soul, she, she, she called me and swung down the steps. And was like, okay, guys, you, you guys are doing this. You're 18, everything like that. What is next? She said, you're either going to work or go to school. You're not sitting at home. You're going to do something. My mom was the same way when my grandmother, she, you're going to work and go to school. You go, and you're going to contribute. That's it. Yeah. And, and, and shit. I mean, thankfully. And, and that's And like I'm saying, we lucked up. But there are a lot of people I know who, when they graduated high school, they had to have an apartment by the fall. Like their parents helped them look for an apartment, went apartment hunting and everything, right? With where they're fending for themselves. And it's just like, what? But this person, the same exact person wants to go to college. It's not like they don't want to go to school. They're not given that option to be able to say, hey, let me save some money and just stay home. You know, I don't got to worry about paying a thousand dollars in rent and you know, a hundred dollars for BG and E and a hundred dollars for, you know, cable and this and the third. Like I can just stay in my room, focus on my studies. If you want to pick up a part-time job, you know, so you can have some pocket change, the, you know, Hey, you know, it could be the off chance where you're like, Hey, you know, let me help towards, you know, a bill, you know, it may not, you may not cover the bill, but you could be like, listen, I got, I, I work 20 hours a week at, you know, a retail store. Hey, here's $150 towards, the water bill. Boom. There you go for the money. That, that, ain't, that ain't shit. Because even at a part at a part-time job of $15 an hour, 
20, 25 hours, you still making after taxes, at least here in Maryland? Probably like four. A, a thousand a month? Yeah, about, I thought you meant like a check, like probably four or five hundred dollars a check. Even even off the check, four or five hundred dollars. You take a hundred and fifty off that one check, here you go, here's for that. Take up your phone bill. Boom, here's a hundred dollars for my phone bill. So what, $250 on the whole out of a thousand that you'd have made for the month? And you don't have any other real expenses? Yeah, making right? making like, making that kind of money at eighteen. That's that that's easy to it's, get comfortable. It's decent, right? yeah. But it's like there are a lot of, and you see it where it's like, hey, you know, the white counterparts are like, listen, you're gonna stay here. You're not gonna give us a dime. Hey, we'll buy you a car. We 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 bought you your first car after graduating high school. You crashed you it. Know, you got drunk. We, we crashed we, it. We'll buy you another one. We'll, we'll, right. We'll we'll pay for your college tuition in full when you graduate college. We'll buy you a brand new car, like luxury vehicle. Like, and then hey, you know we know it's hard trying to find a job after college, so you can stay with us for a couple years till you can find something and get on your feet. <laughs> Motherfucker is twenty eight. What the fuck? I'm just saying, I think, I think, you know, different circumstances for different folks. I mean, you are definitely 1000% correct. We are definitely in a blessed situation, but like, if we were like, I ain't gonna hold you. If I was making like $30,000 at 18, I probably would have moved out. Like, you know, I, you know, being that, having that type of money at that age, I wouldn't have known what to do with it. Like I would have just been spending my damn money. Like I ain't had no sense. Like I did anyway, but you know, as I got 21 and then, you know, shit started to get real, like, like started paying like legit, legit bills, not phone bill and, you know, helping out here and there between 18 and 21, you know, shit started to get real, like actually going into the workforce. And then now at 25 doing pretty well, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to stick here and be like, oh, I'm good. I'm 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 fine. I, all my bills are being paid. I got enough money to help out people if I need to, or have my fun money or whatever the case may be. No, I don't ever want to get like that. So that's why I, every time I every time I get a blessing, I be like, okay, God, what's what's good? I, I'm I'm grateful. I'm I'm I, I, I'm appreciative. I'm gonna take the I'm gonna take this blessing by storm. But what's next? Like what's next? Like that whole complacency vibe. It's just it's just it's a killer for me. Like. Like and I and as you notice, I don't keep a lot of complacent people around me. I don't keep a lot of complacent people around me. Like you, Tuan, Josh, y'all not complacent. We all struggle. Don't get me wrong. We all struggle to get to where we want to be, which is a good thing. There's there's a beauty in the struggle, and hustle is essential to the soul. So, um, but it's like. If you don't have that, I don't really want you around me, man. Because if I, I know I get down, I know I get down in the dumps, I get depressed. God knows, like, I never really understood the meaning of depression until I actually started to go through it. Like, depression is a real motherfucker. And, like, when you don't have nobody around you to motivate you, that shit suck. So that's like, that, that goes back to the, I, the, the real fights that we had earlier. Like, it's like, yo, that support, that support is, that support is necessary, man. I know it's for me. Shit, because I'm very supportive. I don't never, ever want someone to feel the way I feel when I'm down, depressed, alone. I hate that shit. Like, I like being alone to think. But when I feel like I ain't got no one to turn to, 
God damn, that's a bitch. I was telling you. That's no, bad. absolutely. I mean, and on, honestly, the, the, you know, one thing that I don't think that you may know, I, I, I tend to feel like that more often than not. Like, I mean, I know I got you and, and the fellas, but it's just like, there's, and, and honestly, I don't even think this is something that's taught. I think this is more of an instinctive thing where it's just that, that pride in me where it's like, it was taught. There, there's just no, no, because my, my, my family has never been like that. So that's why I'm saying I think it's, it's more of an instinctive thing for me, at least. Where it's like, I don't, I just don't feel like anyone's going to care enough. Like, I'll stay and, and you know, being my thoughts, right? Mm. But then being in my thoughts, even for that short amount of time, I'm digging myself into a deeper hole than where I started. And it's like, reaching out to people is not one of my strong suits. It's not at all. So it's taught. Let me tell you how it's taught. Your, your interactions and situations. You know who you can depend on. And then when it gets for me, let me tell you how it happened to me. My family, yes. Because my, my family, I was, you know, we were raised by the generation prior to what we should have been. We weren't raised by them babies having babies. We was raised by them go to fucking work, get your ass up, handle the shit type of parents. Mm -hmm. So for me, especially, I'm not sure if, if, if your mom was like this, but for me, especially my grandmother didn't like listening to a whole bunch of crying. My, my mama, my mama don't care about you whining. Uh, it, it was suck it up and make it happen. Make, deal with it. And then as I got older, I used to hate that feeling. So I used to try to give people, you know, the opposite, the things that I would want. You know, you try to be the energy that you want so you in the world so you can receive it. I don't know who came up with that stupid ass um, saying because it don't work. Wait, what happened? You know, be the change that you want to see in the world. Or, you know, you know, be be whatever you want to receive. Put out the energy into the world that you want to get back. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know who came up with that bullshit I said. I'm almost certain. That's scripture, my nigga. It is? I'm, I'm, there's a lot of things that people say that realistically is probably in the fucking Bible. It probably so, is. But I, I would put money that that shit's in the Bible, to be well, completely honest with you. We need to go but back to continue. I, I get we what need to go saying. back to biblical times because that shit has never happened to me. Like, people don't give... People aren't me. And maybe as I get older, I may find some people like that, but I'm, I'm already instilled like, okay, don't nobody care. So why talk about it? Like, so when I get pissed, I get really quiet. When I get upset, when I get hurt, I get quiet. Like if I'm sitting in the car with someone and they say some shit that upset me or, you know, whatever the case may be, and I get quiet, it's because you probably didn't say something that upset me. And versus me either lashing out Oh, well, no, that's really it. Lashing out. Um, I'm just going to sit here quiet because it's nine times in ten of a situation that I thought about you, but you didn't think about me. I put you first and you never put and you didn't put me first. And, you know, people have choices. God gave us free will. So you can't get mad at it, but it's like it don't mean that shit don't hurt. So. That's where that shit came from for me. Seeing people, seeing how people treat you, even if you are giving your all to them, you're giving your last, and people will do you dirty as shit. It's like 
damn, wow. So why am I going to express myself to you? Why am I going to vent to you? Why am I going to open up to you? And you can't even do me the common courtesy of if we talked about something, remembering that we talked about it. Like people who don't remember shit that we've talked about, like, and it's like personal, it's not like general shit. That shit bothered me because I'm like, damn, am I not important to you? That's why, that's why I go with that. I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe that's another topic for another day, but that's, that's why I'm at with that. Yeah, no, I, I mean, mine's, I think it's just cause I just be in my own way. Realistically. Like I'm, I'm, I'm a very logical person. Well, Sometimes. A lot of people know. Majority of the time. Sometimes. A good 90% of the time. I'm, I'm a very logical person. I operate off of what makes sense versus how a person feels. And it's just like when I'm down in the dumps or I'm in my own head, it's just kind of like all types of logic just kind of goes out the window. Like I'm acting purely 100% off of emotion. And it's just like, damn, that that sucks. And it just makes it worse as I'm going down the rabbit hole. But, you know, that's definitely something that, uh, like you said, uh, that's definitely something we're going to come back and, and touch on. Yeah. But, um, you know, on that note, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up for this week. Absolutely. Uh, big shout out to Vibe Studios. Um, we appreciate you for allowing us to utilize this space to, uh, you know, come and shoot the shits, you know, um, Chris, yeah, um, you know, same big shout out to Vibe Studios. Go ahead and give them a go ahead and check them out. VIB3Z podcast on Instagram at VIB3Z podcast on IG. Um, we'll go ahead and include their name in the description for this episode. You guys can go ahead and check them out. Um, they have their own podcast. There's definitely some fire content. They got some fire hosts um, as well as special guests. So, you know, go ahead and check that out. And let's um, not forget about the fire engineer, Ty. You know, he helps put us all, helps keep us all together with these recordings. So, appreciate you much, bro. Absolutely. Much love and much appreciation. So, on that note, we're going to go ahead and sign off and we're going to catch y'all guys next week.